In an era where everyone thinks their opinions are so damn important, I'm here to give you a little piece of my mind. Welcome to Unaffiliated the Podcast with your host, B. Seth. Let's go. Welcome to Unaffiliated the Podcast with your host, B. Seth. In this episode, I sit with Nick and we discuss the definition of culture vulture and if certain hip-hop personalities fall under the description. We then discuss the idea of censorship and the recent ban of Andrew Tate. You won't want to miss this. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please give me a like, a follow, a share. It'll really mean the world to me. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy. You still be hitting the gym and shit? Yeah, I, just, I was going to go today. The only reason I didn't go is because you texted me. Oh man, you should have told me, man. We would have postponed it. Gym ain't going nowhere. I can't make you skip your gym day. That's what's up, though. All right, let's get this started. You good? You don't need nothing to drink? You sure? Positive. I'm just trying to make sure I'm not getting down when I move. Can you? Am I sitting? Am I supposed to be sitting? Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. I can see you. And we are on. In five, four, three, two, and one. Hello, world. Welcome to Unaffiliated, the podcast with your host, B. Seth. I got a returning guest in the building. Very special guest, OG. Nick, what's popping? Hello, hello, world. Glad to be back. I like doing the podcast. It's fun. Yeah, man, you're one of the originals, man. The, the, the people know you. Who was on the first episode? It went, no, you did the first episode with your brothers or something like that. No, nah, the first episode. I was on one of them early ones. Sahib and Adele. They were talking about their trip overseas. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I remember that when the when, when the, the hurricane stuff hit. happened. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And then the second one was my boy Andrew. We we're talking about just being an artist and stuff. And you were on the third one. That's what I was on. I was in the top five. <laughs> you were in the third one uh, about Lizzo. We we're talking about Lizzo going to the game with her ass out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, how things have changed since then. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, OG for sure. Decent debaters. We had the one recently about the shooting in Buffalo. Um, yeah, that's the last time I was here. Yep. Yeah, so, Nick, no stranger to the podcast. How you been? How's life? Tell me something good. Been doing good. Have a baby daughter coming. Her name is Zuri. She'll be here in, like, three, four weeks. So, we've just been yeah. getting ready for that. Working, paying bills, you know, I'm stacking up money, trying to prepare for that. Hanging out, playing video games. What you playing? Ready to be a dad. Apex, of course. Apex. Okay. Ain't been on that Warzone too heavy. You know, Warzone didn't come down. Trash. Uh, and Steam it's a bad Deck. Game, Steam Deck. That's what we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. before the camera. Steam Deck. I've been really into that. It's like what the Switch should have been. Yeah. So I don't. I sold my Switch immediately when I got mm-hmm. that. It's, it's pretty awesome. It plays okay. everything. So I've been on that a lot, too, just on the couch playing Apex. So some old PlayStation 2 game because it plays everything, even emulators. Really? So what I have, uh, like, the Steam Deck. So mm-hmm. it's basically like a little it's, computer it's, in your That's hand, literally right? what it is. It yeah. even has a desktop mode with a mouse where you can navigate and install stuff. So yeah. it's literally a mini Linux desktop. So you can put any console on it that you oh, want. So I have all the current stuff, like the God of War, the Spider-Man, Apex, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. As well as all the way back to like the PlayStation 1 games. I got like 200 PlayStation games, 200 PlayStation 2 games. Mm-hmm. So it's always something to play. So I oh, it's definitely pour a lot of time into that. My wife doesn't like it. <laughs> hey, right in time for the baby, man. You can have your game over here, that's your baby in the other arm. That's why I got it. I ain't going to be able to sit in front of a TV for real anymore. Yeah. I'm still going to want to play and be online. So what's the middle ground? And it's right when Steam put out that. So I was like, all right. Steam is killing the game. Right. Shout, out to, shout out to Steam. Steam passed me a check. I just promoted your shit. But it's a good uh, product, though. Let's change subjects before all the women tune out. <laughs> I would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say so something it, incredible. Yeah, I mean, you can say it. We'll edit it out if we have to. I was about to say you can hear them get. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Yo. We're definitely editing that out. <laughs> All right, man. See, I'm glad you're back, man. That's the energy we've been missing. <clears throat> but anywho, welcome back to the show, man. Good to see you. Um, congrats on the baby on the way. Thank you. Good to see you in good spirits, healthy, all that. And let's dive right into the show. So one of the biggest reasons I wanted you here is because you're super familiar 
with the people in question. I was going to say with Lizzo. Okay, keep going. Lizzo too, but <laughs> <laughs> what Lizzo been doing, nigga? <laughs> well, she did. Then when she oh she with Aerie Spears, Aerie Spears was saying. Oh yeah, Aerie Spears. Aerie Spears said something crazy, and the that, internet's been killing them. I don't want to get you off. I'm, I'm yelling. I don't want to get you <laughs> off topic. But uh, what did he say? He did say something wild. What was he talking about? He he's basically saying. Oh yeah, he did. Her, her music's okay, but you he, know, he was she just attacking like a her look. Ice yeah, yeah. cream cone or something like that. Something like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the internet went off on Aries. Basically saying, "How dare you being as big as you are talking about somebody else being big?" Which, hey, there you go. Kind of agree. There you go. Even though he was telling the truth, you might not be the one to tell that truth, my guy. Let somebody else do it. But is there a a right truth, but the wrong messenger? Do you believe that? And yeah. outside of this example, because I was about to say this, this. Uh, but I'm saying, like, do you think we should heed the message or the messenger? You should, because the truth is the truth, no matter who tells it. But people just don't think that way. So to be realistic with how society works, I would say yes. The the messenger is just as important as the message. But I think that's such a judgmental way to look at it. It is. And it's such a closed-minded way to look at it because basically you're only listening to people who you validated are worthy of giving you that message. And a lot of people just like echo chambers. So now I'm looking for somebody who will just echo the same sentiment that I'll echo. And those are the only people I listen to. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. That's how people are, though. Yeah. That's... I'm not saying that's the correct way it should be, but to convey the truth or a message, especially in 2022, you need the correct person saying it at the correct time, damn near saying it a certain way. Like you can have two people saying the same thing. It could be Trump and somebody we all love say the same thing, right? Perfect example. Trump could go outside or <clears throat> well, he could get on the news right now and say the mm. sky is blue and it'll be like, no, it's I mean, not. Yeah. How just just because it's him. That. Right. That's crazy to me. That's people though. But that's people. That's human nature, man. But shout outs to everybody. Um, do what you do. It's your <laughs> life, not mine. Live your life. <laughs> live your I don't truth. tell people how to live their life. I just, you know, I like to stay open yeah, yeah. mentally. But anywho, so I brought Nick here today because he's very familiar with the two people in question here, or the two entities, I should say, um, the Joe Budden podcast and No Jumper. If you guys aren't familiar, the Joe Budden podcast, huge hip hop platform, kind of got me started with podcasting, really inspired me to pick up the mic. Um, my, one of my favorite shows for sure. And No Jumper, a little bit newer. A white guy, super tatted. He comes from like the BMX community, but he's he's found his footing in a hip hop space. Like a slightly hipper, more raw. Rat. I feel like No Jumper's more raw. Like these are like the young kids on the streets now who just wanna blast for the old for the for the thirty and up crowd. Yeah, Vlad <sighs> TV is for the older acts who've already retired. They just want to say something. No Jumper is like these young SoundCloud kids, like you would say. Which SoundCloud. is how he got started, right? Yeah. Say he got started off of interviewing lesser-known artists mm-hmm. that would blow up. He blew up off of that XXX video. That was like one of his first interviews. Right, right. Like Lil Pump. I remember he used to run around with them all the time back before they were famous. Well, is he even famous anymore? I don't yeah. know. So it's kind of like the BMX of hip-hop. If you think about it, like that yep. kind of environment. Yep. That's that's what No Jumper is. And the Joe Budden podcast is, is Joe. He has all the industry connects and stuff like that. Hilarious show. Dope show. Anywho, they had a collaboration recently. And Joe Budden was pressing Adam about various things. Let's start with the Kevin Samuels thing. Okay. Right? So... We're eventually going to dive into the whole culture vulture side of this, but let's dive into this Kevin Samuels take that I highly disagree with. But so Joe in the cast, they pretty much said that Adam during that time when, excuse me, when Kevin Samuels passed, he was using it as a moment to capitalize and repost a podcast that he had done 
with Kevin Sanders, mm-hmm. right? So as soon as he gets to the Joe Budden podcast, they're over here pressing Adam, saying, "Hey, that's nasty. He's dead. He's got family and friends. Why are you reposting shit? You're just trying to get likes. You're just trying to get money. X, Y, and Z. What do you think about that?" I don't agree with that. Uh, if you watch the video, you can see where Adam says, you know, when is the demand highest for content or the content that he was holding? And typically it's going to be, you know, right after somebody dies, that's when people are, you know, searching his name, searching his name, looking for videos. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Did he really die? It's like, right. of course, that would be a good time to put out the video. Do I think that's profiting off of somebody's death? No. I mean, I guess he picked he picked an opportune time to drop it, but I I feel like I I'm on Adam's side. I feel like he would have dropped it anyway. That was just hell. You had the footage that he died, and you were going to put this out anyway. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. See, but, this is my thing. He it, didn't say anything bad about him. He wasn't nothing he, he bad. Just, nothing bad at just all. Just their you know clips from their interview or something, right? From the interview he did a year before, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So this is my stance on that. Um, he made a great point by saying, when Juice World dies, every radio in the country is playing Juice World music. Yep. When Michael Jackson died, everybody was playing Michael Jackson. Are when DMX died, yeah. they are profiting. That's the thing. Yes, this is still part of the machine, but at one point, is it like, at what point are we like, okay, it's part of the machine. It's going to drive profit. But now we're paying tribute to somebody because they're they're dead. What's wrong with that? Nothing. That's why I'm saying I completely disagree with Joe Budden on this side. Like, I wonder why he thinks that. I, I think be, that's. I think it's more of the mindset of. Black people just don't like to see white people talking about them. Or or. And or, we're gonna get to that. No, we're gonna get to that. I I think it's more of the mindset of from his perspective, family is seeing this. He's still saying controversial-esque things that might stir up more conversation. Is that what we want to do during his death type shit? Which I can kind of see that because one thing I will say against Adam is how he titled the clips that he re-released. He's talking about the one, he dropped one that said something about Kevin Samuels talks about interracial relationships or about like, like those, yeah. those clickbaity type titles. It's like, I think salacious exactly titles, the more like clickbaity stuff. I don't think this is the time to really start a conversation necessarily. Maybe it is. If that was Kevin's bag was I'm the conversation starter. Maybe that's his way of tributing it, but I can see how having the clickbait title can make it look like you don't give a fuck that this dude just died. That's the only point I would give to the other side. My defense to that would be, mm-hmm. don't they do every video they ever make like that? Like, isn't that the rule of YouTube? But then it's like, should it have been rest in peace, Kevin Samuels? And then that should be the title of the clip or should it be Kevin Samuels views on interracial? How you know he didn't do that? Is it like in the bio or something? Maybe he wrote rest in peace. Something like that. Well, we're talking just the title. I don't think... In my, I don't think it's bad that he puts out videos yeah. after his death, even if the videos in question are him talking about like salacious topics. That's that's what he talked that's about he when did. he was alive. What like, what do you? And I would dare say, do you want me to show his mm-hmm. middle school accolades instead? Like, that's not why we know him. <laughs> and I would dare say the Adam interview with him, the No Jumper, was probably one of the most positive images of him we've seen in any interview space because he was very just open candid you got to understand why he says what he says his background mm-hmm. what he's been through his profession what qualified him to even do this mm-hmm. the fact that he was on youtube since like 2014 and nobody gave a fuck until he said something about a woman that shit matters it's, it's good to hear yeah. those sides of the story yeah so if there was ever a time to pay a tribute to somebody like him that's the kind of video Drop to pay that tribute content yeah. right then when you know you're going to get the most eyes on it. I would feel like that would give the most people, if you're trying to maximize the amount of people that get an accurate representation of who he is, uh-huh. that's a good time to drop that kind of video. And also to combat all the people who are saying good riddance. Yep. Let's yep. show that, nah, this, he was a cool yep. dude. Y'all, you know, people might have agreed or disagreed with him, but 
this is more of the essence of who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should repost that. So I'm with no jumper completely on that one. Joe Bun was bugging. Next subject. Are people like Adam22, like Vlad TV, are they culture vultures? And let's define culture vulture first because I feel like a lot of people, like you were saying earlier, can anybody white in the space of hip-hop not be that? In this conversation between like the no-jumpers of the world and the Vlads of the world, I look as, at Vlad as a culture vulture. One thousand percent. I'll give an argument against that. Okay, but I I I look at Vlad as a culture vulture. I can see that. And this might be hypocritical, but I look at no jump. I don't look at no jumper like that. Because more black people like him. It just seems a little more. (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's that. It's it seems more inclusive. Like I don't think there's so much happening at no jumper. That I can't say that capitalizing off of specifically what they were saying on the podcast, capitalizing off of black trauma isn't necessarily their That's not bread the bread winner. and butter. It's not the bread it's winner. It's like, all right, let's post the shootings today, guys. They I talk f- about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I feel Vlad's bread and butter is let's capitalize black off pain. the black, black drama, the black trauma, the pain. Yes. So that's why I see... People like Vlad as a vulture. I give no fucks about what happens after this. I'm just worried about catching this. And it's drama field. Let's use it. Now, on that same note, they accuse No Jumper of, hey, y'all be having rappers on there talking about they ops and shit. You know, these kids out here shooting each other. Blah, blah, blah. I could see that argument there. But there's just so much more happening over there. That's like a one-off interview here and there that's mm-hmm. that's happening because these are up-and-coming rappers. Literally, this is the source for the SoundCloud kids. They're mm-hmm. coming here. They're flying to him to interview to get their music out there. And in a 10-minute excerpt from the, the show, they decide to talk about their ops. I think it's a little different. So... But tell have, me your Vlad argument, though. I have an argument for, I mean, he typically does look like a culture vulture, but I, how he would defend himself as well as I'd have to maybe give him some points, and because I've seen it in multiple interviews, he has, he does have a couple of videos where it's either an interview talking with positive black people or whoever interview where the whole hour will just be giving financial advice to his, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, his, his viewership telling them how to, you know, not live on debt and this is what you should put your money in and blah, blah, blah. Like stuff that could really help people if they actually applied it. Okay. I've seen multiple videos that Vlad's done like that as well as I also have noticed he'll ask the rappers about like, you know, their negative past and whoever may be looking for them and what kind of murders they got and blah, 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 all this stuff. But I've noticed he'll lead the question, especially if the what I've seen, like I've noticed, especially if the person is really, really young, he'll steer it towards the end to, well, you know, you should really take care of yourself, man. Um, I want to play you this interview from Boosie where he said most rappers die in their own hood. I want to, I want you to just, you know, kind of mull this over before you leave out of He'll like kind of try and put them on game and like, not, not put them on game. What, what can you, you think that's like more recent or like since you've watched? I've watched them for a good bit. I've seen mm-hmm. that pretty regularly where he'll try and you know he'll always you know he knows that you know men gonna do what they want to do right grown mm. folks gonna do what they want to do Which he'll, he'll de- point too i've yeah. seen him at in the interview discourage like their behavior like mm-hmm. oh well do you think that's gonna work out and then that's why a lot of people in the comments say that vlad talks down on people a lot as if he's on a high horse or better than them yeah because he'll they'll tell a story and then vlad will kind of get like preachery or lecture right, right. like well, this is why the community is this way. Or this is why certain things happen because you do X, Y, and Z. Do people want to hear that from Vlad? I guess you can't say that as do, a Vlad. Do yeah. people want to hear that from That's right. the whole message versus the messenger thing. Do people, yeah, yeah. what Vlad is saying in those moments, deep, deep, deep down, if you're by yourself in your car, you like, you telling the truth. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be robbing niggas. Like, you but, probably shouldn't be doing this. <clears throat> you just don't want to hear it from him. Not from him. But tell me this. That same guy who sits down with Vlad, let's say he goes to the breakfast club. 
are they pressing his illegal activity as hard as somebody oh, no. like a Vlad? Oh, no, absolutely not. That's why I said I can definitely see somebody calling him a culture vulture, so but to say that he has no regard, because he has to, okay. just in his yeah. business model, he has to have some kind of regard. For to the keep black it going. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, he ain't got no more videos, right? Right. So. He's like, okay, all y'all motherfuckers can't die. Or I ain't got no videos to make. Some of y'all need to come back. like. Or he pays people to come on. Or that. Because that, I think, for me, like, why the fuck well, he, he's is Boosie sitting down with Vlad every other week? He's admitted to playing them. Any, He said mm-hmm. anybody, and this was this year. Well, then anybody that's going to go just get, to get paid then. Well, no, he doesn't. So that's the other mm-hmm. thing. He said in the, <clears throat> not this past Boosie interview, but the one before that. He says that anybody that you see on there regularly yeah. that comes back, they're getting a check from him. They're getting paid. Okay. Vlad has said that his own mouth. I'm paying Boosie. I am paying. Like We have a partnership. I pay him. I pay him. I pay him. But Well, and that's why Boosie goes back. I don't think it's like this stamp on Vlad. It's Boosie is getting oh, you a think check. Now, he's, people think that Boosie is validating Vlad? When you see faces like that, it kind of uh, does it on its own, especially reoccurring so often. So that must be good people. If Boosie fucking with him. Now, I'm not saying I'm sure Boosie does doesn't take any money that comes his way. I'm not saying that. But there is an incentive to come back outside of simply Vlad's character. He's definitely in it to make money and it he does lean into the negative aspects of black culture. I even hate calling that stuff black culture because it's not our culture. But uh it's hard to say that he's one. He's like what, like a, like a, a culture vulture mini boss. He's not like the final boss. He cares a little bit. Yeah, he's a, the bare the bare minimum to, to not be the culture vulture he's final like the boss. The first boss. There you go. He's the first boss. So who's the culture vulture final boss? America, the, the <laughs> system as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I can see that they're stealing shit from the culture all the time. It, but I, but I will say this in regards to. Somebody who is from outside of the culture critiquing the culture. Yeah, we do take it better from somebody who knows the culture. So, yeah, that's natural. That's human nature. You've you've stepped in these shoes before. You've done this. You've done that. You can actually relate versus just giving a simple commentary or think piece Mm -hmm. based off of what you're seeing. So, So I do think that matters. But I also think the message is the message. That's the case. He's not a vulture then, because you just said the message is the message. He, t- I've seen him. I used to be pretty heavy in the Vlad. But I, I think the argument that he is a vulture is he's disconnected from the culture, though. But he's telling you the right stuff. He's like, so what? I didn't live in the ghetto. I told you save your money. I got to live in the ghetto to tell you that. But what about all this op business and, yo, I shot that dude. I did this. I'm telling on myself on your show. And that's their fault, because I do agree with that, too. It's grown men on here telling on themselves. You can't blame nobody for that. But he's giving them that that space to do that. Even the Breakfast Club wouldn't allow that. That's what I'm saying. It's a victim mentality. Take accountability for yourself. Take Ain't accountability. Tell you to tell on yourself. But the Breakfast Club would not allow that. Why do you think there's a difference there? If the nigga started talking about some shit, uh, but Charlamagne would be like, oh, yo, 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 chill out. Because he's black and he knows, like, he sees another black man disparaging himself. So he's going to stop it. So even though, yes, I do think you should take accountability, it's one thing to say, hey, yo, the train's about to wreck. Chill out. Stop. Hit the brakes. Versus, nah, we can watch the train wreck. Because it's not really his community. Exactly. So he, so he, can, he can watch the <laughs> that's train That's what I'm wreck. saying. That's Charlamagne's going to be more affected if this guy leaves this interview and go get shot. That's, that's why Vlad's a culture vulture. He doesn't care about the train wreck. He is a And he culture. can even make it seem like he does or even put out the nuggets to keep the train wreck, quote unquote, from happening, or at least to say he tried to. But if you still will let the train wreck knowing a train's about to wreck, he ain't do you really care wreck. about he ain't, it? He didn't make these people do this stuff. No, but I'm saying you, you facilitated it and you still kept it going and aired it. You did this. You said it. He aired it. But Bro, you know how many I, times I, I put it always, I'm a bit. I'm a big on accountability. No, me too. You shouldn't say that shit. If you say it, you should expect it to come out. On the other end of it, as a podcaster, I know if somebody said, comes in here and says some crazy shit, 
and I do this often. It's not like crime shit, but I do shit. No, we can't put that out. Gotcha. I, in post production, we cutting that because this is gonna save some train wrecks from happening. That's his job as a media man, also in post production, unless he's doing live interviews, and that's different. See, I was about to bring up a point. I was going to say, do you only do that because you know these people? Mm. And would it be easier nope. if you just interviewed a complete stranger? Nope. Let me give you a great example. Said, I shot a nigga yesterday. Would you put it out? Let me give you a great example. I had a, You know you'll never see him again. Let me give you a great example. I had an interview around COVID when COVID first started happening with a big time choreographer, mm-hmm. one of the top dancers in the industry. And he was getting pretty much blackballed for some shit he did. Um, shout out to him too. We're still in contact to this day. And we had a whole very candid conversation about it. It was a race kind of racy issue. Mm-hmm. He's a Hispanic man. Uh, we had a whole racy debate kind of where I was just kind of putting him on game of this is why people, especially of my culture, black people are looking at you a certain way. Had that whole discourse. I was ready to put it out. And he asked, he said, yo, straight up, this, and I told him before we did it, because I, I like to keep my word, before we did it, I said, before I release it, I'm going to send it to you. And see if you I want you it. to feel good about this going out, because there's enough people shitting on you. I still have that interview in a vault somewhere. That interview would have shot my shit the fuck up. I promise you it would have. But me, maybe I'm a fool. Maybe that's more how my shit's at a certain level, right? Nah. But for me... I couldn't do that shit because that's Cause waiting for a train wreck to happen did, again. What did he say? Did he say no? Or did he say, I don't, I don't really like this. I don't think it's good for my brand. And then he did something else similar that wasn't even half of what we did. I feel like it would have been great for his brand. But because I gave my word, I like to keep my word. So that was honorable. In the future, though, and it's just me, mm. in the future, yeah. that would never happen again. If we recorded this, my shit. Yeah, I mean, for me, if you don't want to, if you profit. don't want me to put it out, don't come in here. Don't come in here. Stay your ass at home because I don't want to even have this conversation. If you feel and that's any true, kind of, but conflict, I feel like once you get in that lane, you're in that lane. What, what that mean? The lane of capitalizing off of people doing or saying dumb shit. That is not what all podcasts are let's just keep that a being that's not what it is now it might happen you're not capitalizing off of him saying dumb shit he said what he said he could have came in here and said i I fed 12 homeless cats yesterday put that out no but then what i'm saying is when that becomes your breadwinner when that becomes a thing that that wouldn't be your breadwinner though oh you're you're, you're talking about black you're talking about black gotcha no even with me in that situation if that's the thing that tips over the pot and now you're in a whole new realm because of this one piece of com content this is the content that people expect from you now. Uh, yes, 100%. This is the content people expect from you now. If you want to see strides in anything, it has to be along the lines of this normally. Well, I guess a good example would be Mia Khalifa. She doesn't like anymore, and now she can't do anything. Can't with say her shit about on. sports. Don't nobody care about <laughs> yeah, her talking care. about sports. And I'm not dissing out. She might know a lot about sports. I'm sure she probably does. But once you late. tip over the kettle, it's too late. You can't come back. So I wasn't I was also protecting him, but I was protecting the brand, too, because I don't want the brand to be so engulfed in that because now I'm a whoever the fuck does that every week. The star report. I'm him now. And shout out to star. I don't want to be that. OK. As a podcast. You, so anybody that says anything negative, you will not put it out. It depends on Ever. the nature of what it is. It really depends on the nature. Even if that's what is popular in today's society, like we know that negative things make money, they grow faster. I mean, I'm down for us to have discussions about negative things and boom, boom, boom. But anything that is unnecessary, that's what I'm going to say. Dumb shit, incriminating shit, shit that could be a train wreck. To me, that's not necessary for this show. It's not necessary. Now, if it happens and everybody's all cool with it, everything's cool, or even with me, it's like, all right, cool, well, fuck it. It's not super crazy. And we put it out, cool. But what I'm saying is that's not the necessity here. 
for a lot of people's shows, that's the necessity. They need like a Vlad. That is the necessity, Vlad. Nobody gives a fuck about your credit advice. Yeah, nigga, get in here and talk about these shootings. Talk about some shootings. (laughs) Talk about these shootings. It becomes the necessity when you put that into your culture of whatever you're doing as a brand. So that's why I couldn't do that specifically. But maybe I'm a fool. I wouldn't say that. You're you're probably just more compassionate than the average person. Because if it was me, I'm putting Mm. this shit out, bro. Like I would have told him, and that's probably why I I shouldn't be a podcaster, right? But uh, (laughs) I probably would have told him straight up. All right, man. So I probably even gave him a little lead into the questions I'm gonna ask. But when this camera roll is on, don't say nothing crazy. We on in three, two, one. No, a lot of my friends told me the same thing, and a lot of people said. And you gave you that you didn't do nothing wrong by him. You yeah. gave him three, four warnings. Hey, mm-hmm. don't say nothing crazy. Hey, while I'm setting up, just in case you didn't hear me, don't say nothing crazy. Hey. But you gotta understand. Okay, well, I'll throw this out there. Before the interview, we had like two or three really deep discussions with each other. Like, we just picked each other's brain. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to come on here? Or why do you want me to come on there type shit back and forth? In conclusion to those conversations, I said, look, I think this would be great for both of us because you're going to be the biggest name I've had on here thus far, or one of the biggest. And for you you can kind of have a more logical conversation about this shit you're saying for the people who don't care about the logic behind it. So I was like, this is a great move. But somehow that was negative. But if you feel like this doesn't do that, do that, that mission that I set out to do or that we set out to do with this, then you can tell me, pull the plug. But I think a video like that is not in that is why people like people like a Charlemagne or mm-hmm. something like that. People can tell if you softball on a nigga, giving them easy questions and stuff. That makes your video or your interview boring. Yeah. So maybe it's like a line you have to walk. You can't just, hmm, is there anything that's uncomfortable or going to make you look bad? We're just going to not ask you. That's why people don't watch uh, Saturday Night Live where mm-hmm. The Rock comes on there. The Rock, tell us about what dinners you're cooking here lately. Who gives a fuck? Like people don't like those kind of videos, or those, especially those kind of interviews. But you realize Charlemagne had to be that guy until he became that guy, and then he could do different things. Charlemagne had to play that role for years and years and years until he finally what, to said be, to be relevant. I guess until Charlemagne finally said, "I'm tired of ruining people. Let me switch it up because now I'm this mental health dude. I know, and that is so crazy. And I fuck with Charlemagne. I have all his books over there." To be the guy who was that and to now protect your mental health, that's growth because you know what that shit does to people. Even even stirring that up can fuck up your health. I think you can do both. Just because you got mm-hmm. your start with a salacious, crazy video about somebody's negativity, yeah. does that mean every... People will still stay. If, if you don't... The next video... Do something that's positive the whole time. That way, anybody that's like, oh, man, who's this new podcaster talking about crazy stuff? I'm going to give him a follow. Hopefully, he talks about crazy stuff on the next video. And then when they play that next video and it's something positive, if they, oh, well, this, this isn't what I was expecting, unfollow. Fuck them. That ain't the audience yeah. you wanted anyway. So what's do, the audience do, you do want both. when you do I that. want some, I, my audience, if, I, if it was Just me. Just watch whatever I do. Good content is good content, I think, regardless if, if somebody's talking about something negative But or good positive. content to what extent? What do you mean? At the expense of, are you willing to expend Every anything? video does not have to be about somebody's negativity. No, but I'm saying good content at what extent? What if the good content is the negativity? Put it Where out. do you draw the line at the good content? Put it out. I, I would put it out. Oh, all right. In the very next mm-hmm. video... Like, now, nah, nah, if it's every video, like, God damn, I ain't talked about shit positive. And then let's clarify for the listeners, negativity isn't just people disagreeing about some controversial shit necessarily. It's, it's, it's the train wreck. I don't even know how to explain that, but it's not just debate or people having heated disagreements and shit like that. It's literally looking at something and saying, this shit might fuck this person's life up. I don't over the long term me as a viewer me person yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people think like me too 
what succeeds is realness and authenticity. If mm. you purposely give niggas easy answers or clip things and cut things, the minute you start doing that type stuff as a viewer, me, I see it instantly. Oh, mm. this nigga. I don't, I ain't yeah. Like people can see that. What makes stuff go viral and makes people go back and subscribe to people is no matter what, and this doesn't always have to be, I'm going to bring up every negative thing you did. I'm going to bring up every positive thing you did. I'm going to talk to you and have a real conversation. This is a real, not edited, not mm-hmm. softballed conversation. It can go anyway. Yeah, yeah. This could be y'all. Hey, make it easy on yourself. Which it was that. But my thing was I gave him my word. That was it. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, th- yeah. I'm not faulting you for <laughs> yeah, for, me, for me, I gave him yeah, my yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not faulting yeah, you. Yeah. Like, I would have deleted it too. Yeah, if, for, if I told him that. For I'm me, just saying I, I would have never told him that. Okay. All right. That's, that's fair. all I'm saying. Like yeah. you did 100% did the right thing by deleting the video. Right. Right. Well, I didn't delete. It. I still got it. Don't <laughs> no, no, no slip up. Yeah. Man. Don't say nothing crazy, dog. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to blackball this nigga for real. Blackmail. Nah. I, I feel. So I, yeah, I, I do think, and I agree with you. I think, like, see, for me, man, you I gotta can, be real. I can never be real. Be authentic. It's not about that. It's about sometimes being real. Okay, let's use Logan Paul, for example. He's the definition of just turning the fucking camera on and going. Mm-hmm. To the point, this nigga is in a suicide jungle in fucking Japan with his camera on. And it did, it did very well. That's nasty, bro. Come on. That's disgusting. What? Uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. See, that's why I'm saying there's lines of... Sometimes the camera needs to go off. Sometimes the mic should not be on. There's lines. And that's just for anybody. Did he need to record himself in the suicide wood? No. He of course not. He what do you mean? Went, he no. He could have just said, hey, I'm going. Cut the camera off. Come out. And that, that was crazy. comes from your discernment as a podcast. You- discernment. Great word. You just... Now, why on earth did Logan Paul upload that? Because he knew people would... You- shock factor... It's good content because we only nowadays we only qualify good content as something if people negative, are gonna watch. No, as something people are gonna, gonna watch. watch. That's good content, no matter what. That's the definition of good content nowadays to most people. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think there's okay. Advertisers would disagree. It's a good performing content, but is it quality content? And that's where I think a lot of people get it mixed up. Because, I mean, you it's a business. You want to make quality content. You don't necessarily want to maintain the max amount of eyeballs. Because those two things are not always the same. I could, You could have a cat if me, hula hoop in here right now. And it would uh, get 5 million views. But is that quality content? Now, I'll say this. I'm willing to venture out because I'm just artistic. My mind works in different ways a lot of different times. So, I'm not... I'm not saying things have to be monotonous, right? But if things ever get to the point where I'm not okay with it artistically, just me, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So that would mean the quality over the the eyeballs or the good content, quote unquote. I'm sure many would say if you focus on that, that'll take you further anyway. Doing the microwave stuff might get you some, you know, hot Yeah, no, let me let me cook initially. on the stove. Let me cook on the stove. But it's ton it's tons of YouTube videos mm-hmm. out there or YouTube channels out there with like a thousand subscribers and their first three videos are like five million views mm-hmm. and then their next 20 are like 100 views 100 views yeah. you could tell that was just some they did some microwave salacious stuff that's what gone. i'm saying if you cook slow and with love oh, yeah, yeah, that, and you actually care about it it's more sustainable yeah. more sustainable you're going to be able to do it more often yeah because this yeah. is a culture you've curated versus just that one off that I you decided that. to use the marketing formula on i rule that but that's me. But well, back to uh, but my back. Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. I was gonna say, well, I'm the devil then, because I was. Hey, <laughs> you, might wanna, you might wanna call your lawyer. So hey, God, hey, we need to start you a podcast, nigga. <laughs> hey, man, we'll talk. We'll talk. Bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need the goddamn. Nah, I'm just kidding. Hey, Sue <laughs> Nick. When this happens, <laughs> hey, we gonna create a whole new brand for you, nigga. We can't be detached to you. Hold it, Either way, go to the next one. <laughs> nah, we should do that for real. 
and I'll let you be in charge. I don't of that. travel anymore, so I'm here now. All right, you'll be in charge of that one. Um, so anywho, back to the culture vulture conversation. I think a culture vulture is somebody who profits and benefits off the culture without giving a single regard to it. That's my definition. I would say that's not Adam 22. I don't think that's Adam 22. I've 100% no seen him visibly concerned about the plights of black people. I've seen this nigga in O Block multiple times on YouTube. So yeah, I wouldn't say. Giving out toys and shit and turkeys. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, even though it's a toy and a turkey, and it might have been for the camera. Who gives a fuck? You still there. People got shit. Mm-hmm. From that, like people benefited from that. So I don't he, think he's a culture vulture. I like him. I like Adam a lot, actually, and I'm I'm actually really happy for his growth. See his little new studio and stuff. He's definitely new studio. To the bag. He got like four shows on there now. Uh, you watched the like Shark it. Tank. That's that's crazy. That's Sharp crazy. is crazy. I like all his little, you know. <laughs> I don't want to call them little hosts. They grown men. But I like all his hosts, right? I like AD. I AD's like AD. Cool. I like mm-hmm. Sharp. I even liked... I like House Phone when he talks about SoundCloud rap. That's about it. Uh, uh, he has a show like that? Well, right, is no, SoundCloud no. still a big thing today? I think people attempt to make it a big thing. I don't know anybody trying to pop off a of SoundCloud now. I think that's a gone by yeah, era. I feel like I niggas are that, just going straight to Apple Music now. They just put their shit on That or Apple TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I find all my music now, I find off of TikTok. Really? Yeah. Mm, interesting. I see people rapping on there. I see somebody dancing on there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, damn, what's this song? Go to the comments. What's the song? Bruh, I know I need TikTok. And I be on there, but I hate TikTok. Why? Ugh, I don't know. Something about TikTok is I just don't like it. But I know it's like Something a necessity now. It's a necessity. <laughs> I love I love Chinese people. I love Asian people in general. Nah, I fuck with TikTok. Eh, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I'll tell you what. Uh, I love their algorithm. TikTok oh, has yeah. the greatest al- algorithm in they the world. It. Which kind of, they say that's what fucked up Andrew Tate. Segway. How? Because when you post content on tiktok it doesn't attempt to market it to a certain demographic it just puts it in the open space right so you're gonna have the maximum amount of people watch this thing i thought it does target it to a demographic tiktok only anybody can get on tiktok and see any piece of content if you're just scrolling through the the whatever are you sure positive that's one of the the strengths of tiktok is that for natural discovery yeah but why why am i feed I know. I well, get, probably because based off shit you like, maybe. They definitely are taking into account stuff you like. Because I get, yeah. like, for me, my TikTok, I get, like, a lot of, I like people freestyling and rapping. Mm. So I get a lot of people rapping. But are you on, like, your, because you know there's tabs. There's, like, the tab. Oh, on, just, in the for you, that's what I get. Yeah, that's what I'm that. saying. The other one. Oh, on the just, other one, yeah, it is just random. It's, okay, okay, okay. It's, okay, it's, okay you okay. can go in there. You can see your Andrew Tate video gotcha, randomly, gotcha, gotcha. right? Yep, yep, yep. So they say that was part of the reason he blew up in those clips you're talking about. They just kind of took off because of TikTok's amazing algorithm. Free Andrew Tate, man. Okay, yeah, let's let's shift to that. Uh, fuck Vlad. Shout outs to Adam22. Shout outs to Joe Button. Uh, culture vulture. That's... That's a wild one. What, do we think vulture. any rappers, white rappers out right now are culture vultures? Is Jack Harlow a culture vulture? No. I don't think so either. But why not? He cares about black people. And I've, I think seen, so. I've seen him speak out against uh, black people being wrong, even with shit that had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he didn't have to do that. Jack is definitely for the culture. I think he's an I ally. Like. Yeah, and yeah. either that or he's a damn good pretender. Great actor. Great actor. All right. I'm sorry I had to throw you in there, Jack Harlow. All right, anywho. Niggas watching you, though. Not playing. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck, B said? <laughs> it's like, damn, Jack, you're one of my viewers. Nigga. Is All right, Jack Harlow an industry plant? Now, that's a greater <laughs> question. We'll have another podcast about that. But, okay, back to Andrew Tate. So, recently, he has been banned from Facebook, which is also Instagram, um, and recently TikTok, too. God damn. Got him on TikTok for being, quote, unquote, violently misogynistic um if you don't know andrew tate he's one of those super red pill commentators um such as you know people like fresh and fit andrew tate i wouldn't say kevin samuels was really red pill because i think they had he's a lot of they whole, butted, he's in that realm 
But he butted heads with a lot of the red pill dudes because he was like, y'all sound stupid. They call all of these guys, right, mm-hmm. all in the realm of what the manosphere. Or yeah. Whatever, but that splinters off into different things. You got, like, the red pill people. You got the people, that, you know, red pill people that don't, you know, have as many sex as many women as you can. Don't get tied down to anybody. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You got the other sector of it or, you know, you can talk to women and get in a relationship with them, but. Always in the back of your mind, understand their nature and, and make sure your shit is together. Yeah, which is more Kevin. All of that. Yeah, I wouldn't call all of that the red pill. But it's all, all just of the that is men's advice, men's help, or whatever. Okay. So, what is red pill specifically then? Just to for the audience, in your words. In my opinion, if somebody asked me what is red pill, I think it's just understanding, not being angry or hateful towards women but just accepting them for how they behave or how they think and like don't hate the player hate the game type thing and instead of being mad at the player and saying oh why'd you do this why'd you do that blah, blah, blah. just like, understand just the game understand mm-hmm. if you get with a girl it'd be cool but you better be on your stuff or this could happen or this could happen mm-hmm. or this could happen and when it does don't be surprised because we told you this is their nature so just know okay know what come with it so that's red pill just being aware aware like, don't of, just be, okay oh she loves me so much but i feel like you know even can uh kevin samuels was very much on that like yo yeah you know like because i mean as much as he was quote unquote and i don't even i'm not even gonna say disrespecting but as much as he was advising women when they came on his show asking for advice he do the same he did the same for men yeah and he did not hold his tongue on men either so it's like i think that just in general like i think especially in the dating world people need to be more realistic about what's happening versus what they wish was happening like what do you mean what's happening versus what they wish was happening look at what's around you like so many people have this fairy tale view on dating relationships stuff like that that instagram. Hmm? instagram that's what i brought well yeah instagram disney whatever <laughs> they have these images of what dating and relationships are and don't even think about all the pillars that go into that even at the initial meeting process mm-hmm. everybody is auditing the person across from them it's not just i like you let's make this work maybe one out of ten there's so many other qualities that people take into consideration before they even take somebody seriously i think that's what Kevin was talking about more so. These okay. are the qualities that people are vetting before they take you seriously in a relationship space. I can say that, yeah. So um, as far as people like Andrew Tate, you've heard him more than me probably. Why do you think his message was so much more, quote-unquote, violently misogynistic? I think of all the manosphere creators, he was at the top as far as not prioritizing a woman at all. Like, I don't, I mean, I didn't hear him say, like, you know, fuck them and toss them to the side of the street and get another one. They're nothing, like, nothing like that. But, yeah. Out of all the people, he was the one that was, like, I think telling men, like, you wasting your time trying to like walk around making her happy 24-7 all that, that, that's a fool's errand you'll never win that you focus on yourself yeah. above all and then let them come to you let them chase you all of that stuff will fall into place but the second he's from what I've understood he thinks like from the second you start acquiescing like to a woman or trying to like get off of what you're supposed to be doing start thinking oh, you're beta male well, he probably would say that, but the second you start thinking, oh, what does she think about this? Like, that's, you already fucking up. You're outside of your manly nature. Yeah, like, basically. he's like, mm. you should have tunnel vision, and the woman could be alone for the ride, but you ain't looking at her. You well, looking how, do, how do you feel about that? Because I know people, especially people who are religious, they kind of believe something similar to that. I agree with it, like... Let's say now maybe so, it doesn't have to be totality. Like that's, I think that's, you know, that's something about to break it up. A watch can be right what twice a day, right? If if, if, if you're long watch, whatever the saying. If is. you had like a I don't know a percentage, <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there that's like 100 percent Andrew Tate. I'd say I'm like 80, 80 percent Tate. I don't think like I've, I'm I'm married. Of course I care about my wife. I mm-hmm. care about how she feels about right. things. Andrew would say fuck all that. 
are, are you paying the bills? Is she taken care of? Is she provided for? Keep working, nigga. Fuck that shit. She'll be all right. Mm-hmm. That, that's how he views it. I would. I can do both. Like I can work, pay the bills, provide, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But I, you know, I think it's okay to, for three seconds. Hey, you good? You good? All right. And then you know, get back on your shit. He yeah. would. He wouldn't even ask, "Are you good?" He would just. He keep just. Going. Hey, you. You alive? I, I clearly, noticed. I clearly see you alive. So I know you good. And if you notice right. there's any slack, she's gone. Pretty much. Okay. He's just very, you know, cutthroat. With that. Cut yeah, throat. very cutthroat. Now tell me, this. I think that is good for a lot of men, though. I I agree in the sense of I think a lot of men need to focus on themselves, mm-hmm. getting themselves to their best possible version, which that's not a real thing. So that's a constant. Evolution. There is no end it's goal, a constant right? evolution, right? So I believe that side of it for sure. Now, do we think what he was saying was violent or provoking violence out of these impressionable young men on the internet, which is why he's been banned specifically? In my opinion, no. He was giving men great advice. Probably he he says in his uh videos defending himself as well as i've seen in comments there's men in there that said they was about to commit suicide or so you know and yeah. just until they found him or something like that mm-hmm. so like i think he does help a lot of men i haven't seen anything violent well tell person. me tell them about the machete one on here that you told me earlier so and i could be getting this wrong but to my understanding what made him go or what made him get banned is that there's a clip of him talking about basically choking or slapping a woman and hitting her with a machete if she's accused accuses him of cheating something to that effect the real what a lot of people don't know about that video is you don't you're only seeing his response to the question you don't see what prompted his response in the first place number one the whole conversation was it's not it's not a serious question like there I think it's damn near at the end of the podcast. They're like fucking off at this point. I like just talking. And uh, the question is, what would you do if a woman comes at you with a weapon, with a machete? If she comes at you with a machete and is like, you know, hysterical, mad and accuses you of cheating. In which he says, you know, I bunch of graphic stuff. I choke her, slap, get the machete, slap it out her hand, slap her up, blah, 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 blah. But... He's, he's being half serious, half joking, but at the same time, uh, number one, if somebody comes at you with a weapon, especially a fucking machete, man or woman, slap them. Do something. Like, oh, don't, don't just get cut. Oh, big facts. But, uh... Fucking rock bottom. A nigga. lot of people took the... the rock bottom. A lot of people... <laughs> Stone Cold Stunner. RKO in that bit. A lot of people took that clip of just him saying... Take the, I'm going to grab the machete and slap yeah. her up, ch- slap her, choke her, like just that section. And if you play that, it does sound like it sounds crazy. It sounds absolutely insane. Talking about beating up a woman or something like that. Now, that's crazy. That's wild. And me, I'm going to just keep it real. Like, I've seen Andrew Tate on like different podcasts and stuff like that. I'm not the biggest fan because as much as I do agree with aspects of like the red pill He's a bit stuff. Extreme. There's no nuance. There's no nuance. That's my only issue with it. It's like, you know, everybody's so afraid in that community of becoming a sheep that you've kind of become a sheep of the opposite thing. At what point are you just nuanced as a human being and you can kind of just use your better judgment for whatever scenario you're in versus just doing the red pill thing? Everything a red pill nigga. Exactly. Like there's this dude named Sneeko. Have you heard of him? Yep. Fucking idiot. Yeah, he's crazy. Idiot. He's and, but like, he's a young kid though, so I'm not. He's like 23. Red pill man, got him man. at the right age. But man. they got him by the nuts. He, he, any, he can't make a singular independent decision without because consulting he's red pill. such a sheep for the red pill community. I agree with that. So that's where it gets problematic. Yeah. So for me, when I hear people like Tate, I mean, I think he's one of the leaders. I don't think he's Tate's makes sneakers. Yeah. yeah, Tate's makes a sneako. That's dangerous. I mean, I don't think it's like dangerous, dangerous, but it's sad. It's sad to see that. I don't think it's going to be violently That's dangerous. I don't think yeah, yeah. Sneeko would hurt anybody or Tate is making not at all. violent incidents. I think but he's making it, very emotionally stunted men. Emotionally handicapped. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that, but I don't think that's grounds to ban somebody with millions of followers. 
And all they did was make him more popular. I've seen more Andrew Tate Bruh. stuff now than ever before. He just and joined he, this new random social media app. Already got 100,000 viewers live. And uh, Live. I read something. I don't even know if it's true, but like all the... Apparently he doesn't. He had an Instagram and got banned, and and then he had like another one, like an Andrew Tate too, and that had like a couple followers, and then that something happened to that. For whatever reason, he doesn't actually have his own official real Instagram or a official real Facebook or an official real YouTube. It's other people sharing him oh, on like other people's page. platforms. Like uh, all of this content circulating of him is other. It's not him putting mm-hmm. it out. It's just people recording him talking. And think about that. Think about how much money they're making. That's crazy. And it shows that it's resonant. How is something... You're going viral off of other people. Mm-hmm. The, the, what you're saying is just resonating with them so You gotta much. think about this. The niggas that are making these fan pages are probably making enough to quit their job based off of reposting footage from this nigga. That's crazy. That means like you're saying there's... That's what's saying. There's a there's a a big demographic that's mm-hmm. looking for that content. Yeah. So for me, I have an issue with censorship. I'm gonna keep it real. I think as humans, we're all gonna have differing opinions sometimes. Yes, I do believe there's dangerous rhetoric. You, you know, if you're telling people to go, hey, at, at 10 p.m. tomorrow, pull up with your guns at this spot. That's that should be a that's a crime. Right. You you sh- shouldn't do that. Right. That's violent. Right. Just because you disagree with somebody's philosophy that's unharmful, unviolent. They didn't touch you. Didn't touch you. Didn't threaten to touch you. Except for the story, which was a super hypothetical, would you rather situation, right? One of those stupid games. They're not invisibly disenfranchising you, like keeping you from getting a business loan or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You just don't like seeing it when you get on spiritual work you or whatever just, page you get you on. You literally just, I just don't <laughs> like hearing this nigga. He ain't do nothing to me. I just don't like hearing him. And that's my problem with censorship because yeah. a lot of it is so liberal based, especially Facebook, especially Instagram, same entity, same entity. Yeah. It's so skewed to the liberal side to where if you say anything on the opposing side, you should be canceled. You're Kevin Samuels. You're a piece of shit. Let's pull up some shit you did 20 years ago and prove to people how shitty of a person you are. That's fucking ridiculous because I think on both sides, there's extreme. I feel like the extreme on the liberal side does not get talked about too often. Mm-mm. Unless somebody say, well, Antifa or some shit or something like that. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Sheep on either side, that shit is for the birds, bro. That shit's lame. Give that common middle ground where people can digest information from both sides and, and make their own opinion. Yeah. Think as an adult, right? So... Zuckerberg is lame for that shit. I don't like it at all. I think it's Zuckerberg censorship. Ain't human. That nigga cyborg. Right. He's not even real. I think it's <laughs> censorship at its finest. Uh, and yeah, from what I've seen, again, I'm not super familiar just from the clips I've seen and from the podcasts I've seen him on. I don't think he has any offensive that are, are offenses that are bannable. But that's just oh, my absolutely opinion. Not. That's just my opinion. He doesn't. You might disagree with it. He might sound like an asshole. He might be an asshole, but you don't get. Oh, banned. I, I could one hundred percent seeing men and women calling him an asshole. But you easily you can't get banned for being an asshole, can you? It's not a crime to be an asshole. People yeah. just don't like you, but it's not a crime. They don't like you, yeah. But man, I'm not gonna say free him because I'm not super familiar with him. But it sounds like something he should be freed from. Free Andrew Tate, man. All right, <laughs> Nick does it. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. We need to start another show on the side. Get Nick to say all the crazy shit, and I, and I reel it back. <laughs> like, all right, next topic. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, free Andrew Tate. Um, but anywho, man, good talks today. You ain't even talking about the what's the name? Who the student loan stuff? Man, we'll save that because oh, you, you really about the nigga. Yeah, we need a whole episode for that with your ass. Yeah, you can save that for like some I don't know political episode or something. Which we don't do too often. So we'll have a special episode for you. <laughs> and, and somebody who benefited from it. I'll bring two of y'all in here. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and, and, well, somebody who's ex- benefited and is passionate about it. That's an excellent idea. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. You know somebody? Do I know somebody that has benefited and is, and is passionate into- about Oh, it? I know tons of people. All right. Well, hey, I, I, I'm send them the, my number. Especially as a black person, I'm yeah. in the minority of how I feel about it. Mm. All right, well, let's not get you started. Well, thank y'all for listening. 
Nick, any last words? Anything you want to say to the people? No, it's been fun. Thanks for inviting me again, man. Like doing the podcast. For sure, man. Always a good time when you pull up. Uh, thank you all for joining us again. Be sure to follow Unaffiliated Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, hit us up on Twitter, Unaffiliated TP. Hit that cash app, dollar sign, Unaffiliated The Pod. Patreon dropping super soon, especially with niggas like Nick popping in here. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon lit. But if, you anyway. the, if you want the un, unfiltered... <laughs> Well, well, I was about to say interview. If you want the unfiltered podcast, subscribe to the yeah, Patreon. Yeah, check us out. Check us out. And until next time, appreciate y'all. Peace.